Welcome to this episode of the Ready to Ride podcast. I am your host, Annika McGivern, equestrian mental performance coach. This episode, like all episodes of the Ready to Ride podcast, is designed to be listened to on the way to the barn or as you're preparing to ride your horse. Our goal is to get your mindset, focus, and nervous system prepared so that you are ready to ride. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Ready to Ride podcast. Today we're going to be looking at a four-step process that you can use to set yourself up mentally for a good ride in any situation. These four steps include some goal setting, choosing and setting a helpful mindset for your ride, thinking about how you can maintain and direct your focus in a helpful way, And last but not least, regulating your nervous system to deal with anything unexpected, nerve-wracking, or even scary that could happen, or the worry that we sometimes hold around those types of things happening during our ride. So let's dive in with our first step. Before every ride, it is incredibly useful to have a plan. So really, often goal setting is as simple as creating a plan for yourself. Now, why is this so important? Without a goal for the ride or a plan for the ride, it's very easy to lose focus, to get distracted, to allow emotions to maybe take us away from our intention or our focus for the ride. It also makes it really easy to just you know, get on the horse and and work, but not necessarily move yourself forward or progress or practice the things that you want to be practicing to move you towards your bigger goals. So in order to set a goal for any individual ride, it's very useful to understand the bigger picture of your goals and what you're working towards. And those goals don't have to be competitive. They can just be around the types of skills that you want to develop with your horse, or maybe they are competitive. But either way, we want to have an understanding of of what are the skills that I need to realize those goals and what are the steps or the process that I need to go through in order to gain, develop, practice, and eventually master those skills. And once we have a good understanding of that, then we can start to work backwards and set little micro or mini goals for ourselves for each ride. And that's essentially just creating a plan for the ride that ties in in some way to the bigger plan of where you're heading with your horse. So one of my favorite ways to do that is just ask myself a couple of good questions before the ride. The first question is, what do I want to accomplish today? So what do you want to accomplish today with your horse? Our second question is, okay, if I know what I want to accomplish, how can I make that happen? Or what do I need to do to make that happen? And our third question is, what will progress look like? So how will I know that I'm moving in the right direction during my ride? What are my little markers that can tell me, yeah, this is, this is the direction to be moving in, or how will I maybe notice that I'm getting sidetracked? So take a moment to just review those three questions in your head. For you today, what do you want to accomplish with your horse? 
how can you go about accomplishing that or achieving that result? And what will progress look like? How will you know that you're heading in the right direction? Great. Okay, so now that we have a plan for the ride, let's move on to step two, which is setting our mindset for the ride. So when we talk about mindset, we're actually talking about beliefs. Our mindsets are combinations of beliefs. And essentially what we know is that there are some beliefs that are extremely helpful to us in the saddle. And there are other beliefs that are not helpful that can actually hold us back or distract us or cause us to react in ways that do not support us to progress forward towards our goals. So when we talk about choosing our mindset, what we're really referring to is is the ability that everyone has to choose their beliefs. And this is much easier when we begin to understand what sorts of beliefs are in fact helpful to us. So I often talk with my clients about choosing a winning mindset. And this isn't necessarily referring to winning in terms of winning the competition or winning the class, although this type of mindset can help us to do that. This is more about how do I win the ride? How do I get off my horse feeling like that was a good ride, a successful ride, even if there were challenging moments? Because we all know most rides have some sort of challenging moment in them. Because, hey, riding is an extremely challenging sport. So let's set our mindset together now for your ride. Here are some examples of beliefs that make up a helpful or a winning mindset. Number one is to choose to believe that being challenged is a good thing. So I want you right now to think about that. What would it be like to believe that challenge is a positive thing? That the experience of being challenged is good. In other words, when things are difficult or when things feel hard, that's a good sign. And we can believe that when we realize that we have to be challenged in order to grow. And so if growth and progress and improvement are important to us, it's very, very useful to recognize that the experience of things being difficult is an important step in that process. Another really helpful belief is to choose to believe that learning is one of your favorite things. So if you can choose to believe that learning is the most important um, aspect of what we do on a horse, that being open to learning and being good at learning is one of the most important characteristics we can have as a rider, that helps us to stay curious when we're facing challenging moments and to continue focus on the lesson or learning or solving the problem instead of getting caught up in the emotional aspect of, of doing something that's really difficult. The third belief I want to suggest to you is around mistakes. So it's very important to believe that mistakes are an essential part of the learning process. So if growth is important to us and we recognize that we want to be challenged, And if we see that the best way to improve is to stay open to learning, and if we decide that being a good learner and learning quickly is important to us, 
then we have to believe that mistakes are also an important part of that process. It doesn't have to be fun to make mistakes, but it is important that we see the value in mistakes and we see that they are an essential part of learning. Our brain actually learns through making mistakes. So we need to believe that not only are mistakes okay, mistakes are a good thing. And it's really our job to just get really good at managing our mistakes, or in other words, learning from those mistakes and applying those lessons as we move forward. So think about what aspect of of everything I just shared there really resonates with you. What's the belief or beliefs that you feel would be really useful to bring with you into your ride today? Maybe something comes to mind that I didn't mention. Whatever it is, repeat that message or that belief to yourself now. Okay, so now let's move on to step three, which is preparing ourselves with some skills to manage or direct our focus throughout the ride. So the first thing to know about focus is that it's impossible for anyone to stay 100% focused on one thing for a prolonged period of time. So that isn't the goal that we're setting for ourselves here. Instead, what we want to do is get really good at noticing when we've gotten distracted and bringing our focus back to the task at hand, or in other words, exactly what we're doing in that exact moment. Often our brain persuades us to focus on or think about all the things that we're worried about. So that could be something as small as not being able to perform the exercise or the movement correctly, or as large as worrying about the horse spooking or refusing and us falling off. What's really helpful is to get good at directing our focus towards thinking about and focusing on what we want to have happen in the ride, because our brain has that natural tendency to focus on what we don't want to have happen. So a really helpful question to ask ourselves, which we can use in the moment, if we notice that we are thinking about or focusing on what we don't want to have happen, is to ask ourselves, what do I want to have happen right now? This starts us out on in this process or this understanding of how we can change our focus at will. It's never helpful to try to tell yourself to not focus on something. For example, if I said to you right now, do not think about a pink elephant, you're all thinking, of course, about a pink elephant. So when we tell ourselves to not think about something, it just brings the image of that thing to the front of our mind, which is the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish. So instead, we need to direct our focus in positive terms towards what we do want to focus on. In other words, if I said, okay, now I want you to think about a green flamingo, Now you're not thinking about the pink elephant because you're thinking about the green flamingo. So when we get clear on what we want to have happen in our ride, it's the equivalent of directing our focus towards that green flamingo, the thing that we want to focus on. And when we're focusing on what we want, 
by default, we're not focusing on what we don't want. This is a very helpful tool for directing our focus. And I would love for you to practice this in your ride today. Keep thinking, what is it like to identify and focus on and picture what it is that I want to have happen so that I'm riding for what I want instead of riding for what I don't want? Take a moment to picture that right now. Think about your plan for your ride. See if you can articulate that plan to yourself or even the goal for your ride in positive terms, identifying what you do want to have happen, how you want your horse to feel, how you want the exercise to ride, how you want to be in your body, and how you want to feel in your mind. Great. Okay. So now we're going to move on to step four, which is regulating our nervous system. So what's important to know here is that there are essentially two branches of our nervous system. One branch is often referred to as the fight or flight response or our fear response. And we can very easily get switched into this branch of our nervous system anytime that our brain perceives that we're, there's some kind of, of threat. And it's important to know that our brain responds the same way if it's a real threat. So for example, if our horse is actually bucking or if it's an imagined threat. So if we're just imagining that our horse might start bucking. Either way, our brain will put us into this uh, fight or flight or fear response side of our nervous system. When we are in that part of our nervous system, it's very hard to think clearly. And we tend to react emotionally and uh, automatically. And typically, this isn't a great place to be riding in. It creates a lot of tension in our body, and it makes it very hard to stay calm and problem solve or get curious when we're facing challenges in our ride. So if you notice that you have any extra tension, or if you're feeling nervous, if there's something actually happening, or if you're imagining that something could happen, There are a couple things that we can do to help ourselves move out of that fight or flight part of our nervous system and over into the other branch of our nervous system, which is sometimes referred to as the rest and digest. Now, this title doesn't really do it justice because it's actually the part of our nervous system that also puts us in the optimal state for performance. So in order to get over to this more optimal side of our nervous system, the easiest and quickest tool we can use is our breath. So let's practice some breathing exercises now that will help with this process. The key thing is to deepen your inhale so that the air goes deep into your stomach, pause at the top, and then lengthen your exhale. You can do this with your own rhythm or you can add a count. For example, inhaling for four, holding for two, and exhaling for six. Let's try one like that. Ready? Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, exhale, two, three, four, five, six. This is really helpful when we're moving slowly, say in your warm up or your cool down, 
or if you're standing waiting to go. However, it can be challenging to count your breaths whilst also riding because our conscious, um, our conscious mind sometimes needs to be focusing on other things. So another breathing exercise that I find quite effective when we are riding more actively is what I like to call the anchor breath. So in the anchor breath, we inhale deeply and powerfully in through our nose, pulling the air deep into our stomach. We pause at the top and then we exhale slowly through pursed lips as if we're blowing out the candles on a cake. Let's try that all together. Ready? As you exhale, you engage your core and you imagine yourself connecting into your horse and also imagine all the tension melting out of your body. So let's try that one more time and visualize yourself connecting into the tack as you exhale and that tension melting out of your body. Ready? Good. So these are all breath tools that you can use to move from the fight or flight side of your nervous system over into the more optimal performance side. It's important that you repeat these, this type of breathing for a while. So it's one breath probably won't do it, but if you can focus on your breathing for several breaths or for a number of minutes, then we'll, we can be sure that we'll see a reaction. The more you practice this type of breathing, the more your brain will associate a feeling of calm and connection with that exercise, and you'll start to see the response from your nervous system happening even more quickly. One final tool you can use to regulate your nervous system is to also challenge yourself to smile. When we smile, it helps to switch the the brain chemistry going on inside our brain and helps, again, to move us into that parasympathetic state or that optimal side of our nervous system. Even if it's a fake smile to start, you'll find that it probably very quickly turns into a real smile as you start to feel silly and have a little laugh about yourself grinning (laughs) while whatever is happening is happening. Okay, so that wraps up our four steps. So just to summarize, we started out by setting a goal or making a plan for the ride that connects into the bigger plan of what you're working towards with your horse. And you did that by asking yourself what you want to accomplish today, how you're going to go about accomplishing that, and identifying what progress will look like. We then looked at setting or choosing a really helpful mindset for yourself. We looked at the beliefs that help us to accept challenge, embrace learning, and manage our mistakes. Then we talked about how to maintain a positive or helpful focus through the ride. And we identified that it's all about getting good at thinking about what we want to have happen and directing our focus there by asking ourselves helpful questions like, what do I want to feel right now? Or what do I want my horse to do right now? Or how do I want to respond right now? Lastly, we practiced some breathing exercises and talked about smiling as ways to regulate your nervous system during the ride so that you can stay as calm and connected as possible with your horse and with the present moment and activate the other skills that we've talked about previously. All right, I imagine that you are very close to being ready to ride and so I'm going to leave you. 
I hope that you've enjoyed thinking about these four steps. I hope that you find opportunity to practice some of these skills in your ride today, and I'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode.